0: Hello and welcome to the Fed by Farmers podcast with me, Cammie Wilson
1: And me, Iona Murray
0: Iona, how have you been this week? Very well Where have we been this week?
1: We have been NFU conferencing
0: NFU conferencing, NFUS? NFUS. I think we have to say, yes, NFUS, that's NFU Scotland conferencing Where was that?
1: Glasgow, Radisson Blue Was it nice? It was so lovely, wasn't it? Big refurbishment, really, really nice.
0: Yeah, it it was good and it was a fantastic lunch as well. Yeah, lovely. That that was sponsored and put on, it was good. Mm -hmm. I think they got a a good drinks reception at the evening meal as well. We didn't go to the meal. No. But we could have went actually, but we just Mm -hmm. chose not to. Too much work to do. Far too busy bringing the content to you guys. Yeah, and Radisson Blue always reminds me of... So I love going to the city centre of Glasgow for nostalgia. Because, as I said to, to you, there. used to work there. Mm-hmm. So it reminds me of my police days.
1: So, how did you find the NFUS conference?
0: I thought it was really interesting. There mm-hmm. wasn't too much about sheep and beef, which would be more my kind of cup of tea, probably mm-hmm. yours as well. But, I mean, we had some great inputs. We had Robert Chapman from Farm Lay.
1: Yeah, he was really good.
0: Really, really interesting. Started, you know, he says when he, I think he said when he left school, they planned to get to 100,000 birds. Uh, and now he's got 500,000 birds. This is uh, hens, laying eggs, I should say. And he contract farms another 500,000 and they do five and a half million eggs a week. Mental. Yeah, and a great speaker. He spoke real interestingly about how the eggs dipped uh, and, and when the eggs ran out, just out of post-COVID, it was actually the Ukraine war, I think, and the prices, everything went through the roof. Yep. He spoke really well about that and how they're now on a, a cost tracking contract. So like, as the costs change, the price of the eggs change. So there's some security in that. But listen, we'll, we'll, we'll get a podcast with him, hopefully.
1: Yeah, that would be really good. Even if it
0: means I run up to the northeast. Yep. A- another fantastic input was from Dan Gilmore of Gilmore Butchers. Gilmore Foods? Gilmore Butchers? Butchers. Oh, I hope I've got that right, uh, Dan. But uh, thanks uh, thanks to him for a shout out. I know. That was weird, wasn't it? Oh,
1: do you not find that weird?
0: Ah, I was amazed when... So was I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. And it was nice. He, he talked about... Uh, how influential farming could be, and well, he talked about his whole business, which is unbelievable. He's another one for a podcast. Hundred percent. Hopefully, he does listen to the podcast. Maybe he just saw that wee snippet on yeah, on, on, like... on Facebook. But if Dan, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Um, absolutely, because your business, your whole input was incredible. Yeah. Maybe not so much the bit about Rangers. <laughs> um, he made a wee quip about the mighty Glasgow Rangers or something like that. I did. It, like he said that they. Su- I missed a trick because when when he said and his thing. And, and talking about who they supply, the big uh-huh. companies they supply, and they said, uh, the mighty Glasgow Rangers, I should have shouted out, I hope they paid you. Because <laughs> there's a the whole thing about never paid the face paint and all that, you know, when they went bust. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, about, you know. It
1: wasn't a place for heckling.
0: No, no, it was not. He- <laughs> more banter, more banter. Um, no, there wasn't much heckling at all. Even the no. First Minister didn't get heckling. So b- before we'll get on to the First Minister, yes. Minister of course, we did learn... Uh, a couple. Well, I learned a few interesting things, but one of them. What, what was this term we learned?
1: Flexidarian.
0: Flexidarian. Have you heard of that? What is a flexidarian?
1: Well, let's find out. So we're at the NMU conference, and I'm joined with Christine Cutperson Well, see, I thought a flexidarian was somebody who was doing the downward dog while drinking a pint of milk. <laughs> it's not that at all. No, it's not that at all. Apparently, it's like. sent to Cami. It's like swinging with milk, so it's. You'll have a cow's milk latte in the morning with your croissant and then in the afternoon you'll have a soy milk hot chocolate. I don't get it, but apparently it's a thing. So for people who don't like to commit? Don't like to commit, they can swing with their dairy. (laughs)
2: Looking for the perfect way to supplement your livestock while maximizing their forage intake and digestibility? Introducing Crystalix Feedlix. The convenient, smart and efficient choice for livestock supplementation. Packed full of energy, protein, vitamins, minerals and trace elements, Crystalix products deliver a complete nutrient package that allows ruminant livestock to prosper. Backed up by scientific research over the last 30 years, Crystalix products have been proven to support optimal animal health, improve performance, fertility and enhance overall farm profitability. Manufactured using a unique patented process, Crystalix products are low in moisture and last longer than other blocks. The durable consistency of Crystallix ensures that animals can't gorge on the product. Instead, intakes are consistent, with product being consumed little and often as intended. Improve the efficiency of your livestock supplementation while saving time, effort and money. To view the full range and find out how Crystalix can work for you, visit crystallix-global.com.
0: Always good to hear from Christine. She's, a, know, she's, she's great. She's a local hero here yeah, in brilliant. Ayrshire. And, and a, a very, yeah, she's always good for a laugh. Yes, yes. So a flexidarian. I know. Nonsense. What is happening? Nonsense. Isn't it? Yeah. I is don't, it, I it just doesn't make a sense conscien- to me. Is it a conscience thing, do you think, or a health thing?
1: I don't, I, for me it makes no sense either way.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: and health, because if you've got... Not if by the way, lact- milk is the healthiest option. But if you're lactose, even if it's from that, if you're intolerant or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're still not going to have both. Yeah. I, do, I don't know. It, it makes no sense to me.
0: Must be like a, they kid themselves <gasps> on it's for their conscience.
1: Can't we get a flexidarian on?
0: No. Okay. No. <laughs> Iona, my God, there'll be no oat milk on here. <laughs> Unless you're lactose intolerant, absolutely fine. Okay, we we're only joking. You drink whatever you want, I don't mind. I'm a sheep farmer.
1: <laughs> we're, all, we're all fed by <laughs> farmers.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, exactly. There's still some farmer somewhere producing the oats or milk and the almonds or whatever. Getting up at three <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. Take some milk. <laughs> this <laughs> get my so <status>, Oh God. <laughs> so flexitarian. Add that to knowledge bank. Yep. I managed to catch up very briefly with, with Martin Kennedy and rather than me trying to explain or us trying to explain too yeah. much the NFU conference was. I asked him very. He didn't have much time. Of course he didn't. He was a man under pressure and doing a great job. I'm a big Martin Kennedy fan. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. He's great. He's just a man of the people yep. to me. You know, he's a, a a sheep and beef farmer. You know, hard. He's built for the hill. Don't mind me saying that. You know, he's he's built for the hill. He's a hardy, hardy guy, and and great speaker in yeah. my opinion. So here's Martin telling us a bit about what the NFUS conference is all about. So Martin great to to have you for five minutes. You're the main man today. What is this uh,
3: NFU Scotland conference all about? Well, conference is all about what we're doing, highlighting what we're doing in producing food in Scottish agriculture. Something we have to be proud of, we need to shout a lot more about it. But the reality is, quite often we're not getting the returns that we deserve for all the efforts that we're going through. So the whole focus of this year is about market returns. Where we can look for new markets and getting that market return so that we're in a profitable situation. We need Scottish agriculture to be in a profitable situation so we can continue to invest so our consumers get the delight of buying local.
0: Yes, of course, and it's great to hear some real positive things about, especially our supermarkets like Aldi's and Lidl's, some of the, the shelf watch uh, things that we saw there, incredible stats, and we'll put some of that on the podcast. It'd be good to know, actually, what
3: sectors in, because I'm just a sheep man, what sectors in Scottish farming are struggling the most just now? Well, right now, I mean, you're obviously, Soft fruit and veg has been a bit of a, a, a unsupported sectors as is is an issue, but actually right across the board, there's always been issues, and it is a bit of up corn, down corn. is a true saying that's happened just now. Cereal prices is now beginning to drop down. Milk price, the huge disparity there is in milk price is a massive concern. We've got some people in milk price just now, maybe 32 pence, we have got some maybe up at 46. Why is that the case? It's the yeah, same product absolutely. in so many instances. Absolutely. That has to change, and we need to have that fairness in the supply chain. So going back to the whole theme, the whole theme about the whole conference about fairness in the supply chain and market returns, that needs to be addressed. And uh, one thing you're talking about that price difference here and, and some of the inputs
0: we've had um, with Robert earlier talking about these, the eggs and, and the strength. you know, He's one of the, the big players there. Yeah. But uh, to me, sheep farming, beef, dairy as well. It's part of our problem is that we don't work together enough. We're not good at it at all, are we? No,
3: no. Is, is it too much know? rivalry? Or well, I think there's, there's always that friendly rivalry, and we just we just don't want to sort of you know unleash everything and all the problems to our neighbours and say, look, we're all in a problem here together. We need to stick together. You know, it was always it's always a true saying. You know, that two farmers would cooperate really, really well if the third one wasn't in the room. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, Martin. Thanks for giving me your no, time. Fantastic, no and um, we'll coming. we'll, uh, we'll yeah. see you again very soon. We'll get you in for a full podcast because yeah. I want to hear more about your beaver problem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I did out of respect for how busy he was and, and to thank him for how for speaking to me, I kept that very, very short. Just a wee a wee bit to put in there.
1: Yeah, no, he's great.
0: And that was the first day but you know Yes. We, we had those inputs really interesting. Mm-hmm. But the next day we had the first minister of Scotland in. I know. What do you think of Hamza?
1: Um yeah. I thought he spoke really well. I think for me, I felt like him coming to that in person sort of built up to be like there would be some sort of bigger announcement or bringing some sort of good news. And there uh, there wasn't really that moment. I, and it was a classic. And I understand all politicians they have to be like that. But he just spoke for a while. And I'm there poised with my pen not really that much to write. No. Do you know, didn't actually say that much.
0: Yeah, more of the same. Well, in terms of subsidy, Mm -hmm. staying pretty similar, certainly committing 70% to tiers one and two, um, which is a good thing. Yeah, it it was good in that sense, but I kind of knew he must be coming to say something good. Mm -hmm. Because if not, it'd have through Mary Goujon, who's the cabinet secretary for rural affairs and islands, and I forgot part of that title, but... Should, he'd have thrown her under the bus and let her oh, give yeah. the bad news. Yeah, you're right. So he knew he was coming to say something decent. I thought on the whole it was a fairly positive... I know what you're saying, there not really... It was a lot of well-done pat on the back. Mm-hmm. Scottish farming's great, but what, you know, there wasn't much about how they're what they are going to do to Support. champion that, yeah. if, if you know what yeah. I mean. Um, And he said that there was a great point where he, uh, he, he mentioned that farmers need to get more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll play part of his speech actually, we'll play we'll play yeah. parts of it. We should play the bit actually of him talking about the subsidies. Let's just play that just now.
4: Yeah. I'm pleased to say uh, today that the payment strategy for 2024, I can confirm, that will continue to ensure that you get the vast majority of your payments at the earliest point in the year. Uh, last year, uh, we began making uh, BPS and green payments. On the 4th of September, by the 29th of November, we paid out 95%. Of planned expenditure, putting 398 million into your farm and croft businesses, we intend to do that again uh, this year to help your financial planning and to ensure you know how and when payments will be made. I can confirm that 2024 payment strategy will match the timings that you saw in 2023. So hopefully, that gives you uh, a degree of certainty and assurance, uh, and that means, of course, that the first payments for BPS uh, and greening will be hitting your bank accounts in September of this year the full amount that full 61 uh, million will absolutely be uh, returned uh, to the portfolio uh, will be used to support you uh, and your members it uh, will be uh, committed in full uh, as part of future budgets
0: and i actually kept the whole thing recording during the q a and there was a really good bit where martin spoke to him about the efficiencies of farming and how farms have had to become efficient so here's another sound bite for you on that
3: a couple of points I'd like to bring up, and, and, and you termed um, some farmers, you know, the, the inefficiencies in, in, in agriculture, uh, and it's quite a sore one to take sometimes from a farming business because the reality is there's not that many farming businesses that are still functioning that are inefficient because the challenges are on agriculture and the margins that are so low it's very challenging uh, to be sustainable when you're inefficient. So agriculture has moved on and adapted for a long, long time.
1: And I do think him giving up his time to come, like imagine how busy he is. Like farming is one small, small percentage
0: of what he covers day to day. Big percentage, we'd say. But I suppose that's no. It is a small but what he yeah, does, of you know, of, of the
1: different think about what he's got to cover. So I think that did, and like him even stayed on like twenty minutes after taking questions.
0: That was really good, actually, because because really Martin of he had an agreed time he was going to be there. Yeah, and I don't know if you see it in the video, but Martin asked him if we would do a couple more questions and then he said actually we'll do he says yeah. "Oh, we could do 20 questions and hums I said oh, oh we'll do four you know I think he asked for two more and he yeah. said oh, oh I'll do four I'll do so four for
1: me that does like because imagine how busy
0: he is yeah and listen he's a good speaker he spoke very passionately or very um, positively I should say mm-hmm. maybe more so than passionately yeah, about the state of Scottish farming and, and the future he kept mentioning the word you know Farming as Scotland's future, which is is all mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. good phrases to use. He talked about going to the COP28 summit and speaking to the ruler of Dubai. Yeah. And that the ruler of Dubai said that he had Scotch Scottish lamb, Scotch lamb, and he said it's the best lamb he's ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only downside to that is probably the fact that I'm guessing with Dubai, they only do live exports. They probably only import live lamb. Right, okay. I don't know the answer to that one. But I mean, a lot of those countries in the Middle East only do live they get from Australia live. Right, okay. So I don't know if they fly in. You know, they like to kill it in Yeah, in, in the country. And and on that note do you see that thing about twenty five was it twenty five thousand sheep on the boat yeah. get turned round? I know. So it's twenty five thousand sheep on a boat. Was it twenty five or fifty no twenty five I think uh, because of all the things that are happening in the Middle East just now with Israel and, and, and we have it's an we actually absurd. have a lot of listeners in Israel. It's like our fourth or fifth country. Stop it, do no, we? Honestly, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How nice is that? It must be a big farming country. Which so it's amazing that we have I don't that fallen over there. That's so nice. Uh, but I'd imagine those twenty five thousand going now going back to Australia were probably destined for so as much mm. as they might say Scottish Lamb was great, I don't think we have a, a route into Dubai. Other than disappointing. Other than if, you know, a delegate from Scotland takes it as a gift. Mm-hmm. So but, but it's something to look at. And I actually think from the farming point of view, you know, I'm not pro SNP. We've spoken about this uh, this podcast before. I've never actually voted for a political party in my life. It was quite funny actually. He mentioned about his farming past. Yeah, and then yeah. He, it he was about to say <laughs> was funny. it was good. <laughs> he was about to say. In fact, I'll play it here. I'll yeah. play it.
4: My maternal grandfather uh, was a was a farmer. To this day, the family farm in a small village north of Punjab, Pakistan, is still there. Uh, sugar cane they produce mainly. Um, and uh, it's been passed down from generation to generation to generation. I'm not saying that to try to... But I'm doing it slightly to, to try to get some uh, connection with you out of all my... But the reality is, actually, it's part of the history and heritage of who we are.
0: So I thought I thought that was a little bit of a sense of humour. Like, he was, yeah, that for was a second, funny. he was going to make out he wasn't doing it to win us over, and then he was honest and just yeah. says, well, I'm doing it to and win then you then over. And then that
1: bit, like, did win me over. Because yeah. I was like, you're being genuine. Could, like...
0: Exactly, it right. worked. That, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's a good public speaker. Yeah, and, and I'm actually a believer that, and you know, of course, Hamza Yusuf is a Muslim, and one of the the biggest buyers and and consumers of lamb mm-hmm. in the world as well. But in the UK, is the Muslim community. Mm-hmm. So, I'm of the thinking mm-hmm. that having a first minister who is Muslim has to be a good thing for farming. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They are big, big meat eaters. Mm. Hmm. That props up the whole lamb industry, especially the, the, the cast U, the old years Yeah. For mutton Mut- mutton mm-hmm. props it up massively. Yeah. Yeah. And, and have you
1: had mutton before?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I have, have a you? freezer full of it. Have you? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't bother me. No, no, it does, wouldn't
1: bother me. I just wondered what is it does, it does it does it taste the same as lamb or is it
0: maybe i argue it's a wee bit chewed, maybe not as strong. Maybe right, bit, okay. it's good it's good. Would you
1: just eat it the same as you would eat lamb?
0: With my mouth? <laughs> just chew more <laughs> just chew it a bit more yeah eat it just yeah, the exact just same way <laughs> just in and ch- yeah and chew and then and digest slowly in, yeah no but I think it makes it great in a curry you know if it can get really yeah, tender yeah like a, uh, or, or slow cooker slow would cooker. you slow cooker yeah. we, have you we, got an air fryer no I don't you know, what? is it good yeah I, I don't ab- know why we don't actually because Lizzie is right into cooking I'm surprised. I think
1: well it, it's amazing to see these new ones that you've got I've got like an old rubbish one that handle's broken what?
0: I've just realised we have a ninja thing that oh, I think does everything. Well, it's a slow cooker as well. <gasps> oh, is so it?
1: it's a fancy one, yeah. It does it the whole shebang. It's like
0: a gift her mum got. Her.
1: Well, and then you have it's got two baskets, and you can just put it on when you want things ready, and it'll start up each side. Well, that just, time,
0: like if you say I want it for half five at yeah, night,
1: and it'll just boom. And it'll if you've got other things in the other side, it'll put them on later than this side, and so it's, everything's ready at the same time.
0: Okay, that is clever. Lizzie mm-hmm. does use a slow cooker a lot, and most of our lamb goes through the slow cooker. Does it? It's just so good. Yeah. Like seeing that's just melting off the bone. Or, so nice. Yeah, lamb is a beautiful meat. The only tricky thing with lamb, I don't want to tangent about lamb here. Everything's cheap in this podcast, <laughs> but it's like it's not that popular cold. You no, know, that's true.
1: you wouldn't have like a lamb sandwich.
0: Yeah, it's it's just not.
1: Yeah, what is that? Because you would have beef.
0: I think it's mainly to do with fats.
1: Okay, so lambs so a would very go fatty. Chure, meat. Well, chure. you know what the
0: fat goes like when it goes hard. Yeah, you know it gets yeah, very like that. Yeah, it's very greasy and like lamb. Not all. Whereas you, know, you can
1: do like pulled pork and stuff,
0: and it's very lean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, you can do pulled lamb too. To be fair, yeah. It just can you, but then it must still be the fats in it. it just something it about be. it just isn't the same. You code. wouldn't have it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. Um, one of the other things whom I was saying was I, I feel like he was very. Much pushing how involved he wanted farmers being and sort of co design in the future framework.
0: He, he, he mentioned that loads of times. He, yeah, yeah. He really.
1: I feel like he kept coming back to it and I felt like I believed him. You know, that like he, 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 sorry, so what he was saying was basically that it wasn't going to be made at government level, that he wanted farmers to be involved from the get go and how things. Yeah, rather than
0: them make decisions evolve. and then it'd be a disaster. He wants yeah. farmers guiding the way policy goes
1: and or for it to be a cons- constant back and forth yeah it's more everybody's on the team from the get-go to see where it goes yeah. um
0: i mean per- personally i just have real trust issues with any politician like i just don't trust any of them yeah which is fair it's like i listen to the rest of politics i quite like alistair campbell and rose shirt mm-hmm. but i don't trust a word they say
1: mm-hmm. okay you know
0: yeah. like like uh, when they, they tell you what politicians are great at telling you what you want to hear mm-hmm. and then doing something different yeah. and that is my only worry about it, although he spoke great seemed like a man of the people yep. very charismatic, certainly more charismatic than a, you know I've watched him doing first minister's questions and, mm-hmm. and such like he was certainly more charismatic and more personable than, than, than I expect yeah. him to be you, yeah. you probably couldn't help but like him to yeah. be honest, yeah, did a good definitely. job he did a very good job yep. at doing what he came to do which is win over support, yep. win over voters he did that very well one disappointing thing and just because people are gonna notice it in the video, I'm just gonna say it here that it's like it spelled his name wrong I know. on the card. And I feel so sorry for whoever did the card. I hope you didn't get a hard time about it.
1: I know, it's just a mistake. It's a ge- it absolutely I know, will I be a
0: genuine mistake. It it just was a horrible mistake. But these things happen, right? If somebody's gave you a hard time about it, shake it off. It'll be a story to tell in years to come. Don't worry about it. Everyone makes mistakes. Um, we should have been funny and had a wee card up with our names spelt wrong.
1: Oh, we should have.
0: That'd be good, day. Eh? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> uh, Ashley might put a wee graphic on here with, with yeah. the names spelt wrong. Call you Ayla instead of Iona. Do you get that? I lot? get that. Yeah, uh,
1: I do.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. Most forages don't supply sheep and cattle with enough cobalt, copper, iodine, and selenium, critical to digestion, immunity, reproduction, and growth. When it comes to supplementation, there's a danger of under or oversupply. But when Bolusing with Animax Trace Show, you can be sure every animal has enough for up to six months in one single application. Animax, Given what it takes. So it was good to summarise.
0: He's probably won a few people over. The mm-hmm. people that don't like him still won't like him. Yep. You know, that's pretty standard in politics, and he knows that. He took some tougher questions. Dealt with them time. okay. I do think when they give answers, they rattle on far too long. And some of sometimes I think that's to prevent more questions. You know, the longer the answer you give, the time. yeah, the longer answer you give, the less questions you need to answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, despite he did stay over, he did, and he yeah, did four yeah, extra yeah. questions. Yep. But they sometimes, yeah, I hear what you mean. They've gave the Get answer, then they repeat themselves about a lot of stuff. You mm-hmm. know, but they're all trained to do these things the way they do them, so mm-hmm. it, it's all wise stuff. But no, it was a good conference. It good was. to see a lot of familiar faces. And just very quickly before mm. we do finish up, I had a great chat with MSP. I believe easy to remember, Edward Mountain. Yes. From the Highlands and Islands what region. What a
1: fantastic name, Eddie Mountain. So good.
0: Great name for that for that job. So he's MSP for there, and we spoke about the legislation around dogs and livestock. Now stay stay here. I know you're sick of me talking about it. But Iona and I are working together with the NFU, I must say, as well. Um, shout out to to them, uh, the commander team. We're trying to bring about legislation to change the law. Because the law currently states it's illegal to have a dog off the lead. Sorry. It's illegal to be in a field of livestock with a dog unless it's on the lead or under close control. Yeah. And I, we want to delete that wording or under close control. Because it's so grey, it's so vague. A dog's only under close control until it isn't. We've said all that. Yeah. So so we're working together and hopefully along with people like uh Mr. Mountain there to bring about legislation that, that just deletes that. We're not asking we're not trying to stop the right to responsible access. We're not trying to stop people even coming into fields with livestock and dogs. As much as that is bloody ridiculous. We're not trying to stop that. We're just trying to give the farmer some form of control. Yep some form of way of saying you're breaking the law and and be able to ask them to put it on a lead because right now by law they don't have to put it on a mm-hmm. lead which is mental. Mm-hmm. The law is short and it was put to me <laughs> I got quite heated I only had to calm me down a lot, but I did get a little bit heated so um, uh, Mr Mountain if you're listening I do apologise I, I got a bit fired up because he informed me that when they were drafting this legislation mm-hmm. and talking about it the argument against just having it on the lead was that it's dangerous to the dog walker if say cattle approach and they have the dog on the lead yeah and i got a bit heated and 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 might have said some things along the lines of this is how stupid these policy makers are because and i'll do it here if you're watching on youtube i'm about to stand up right i'm going <laughs> to Go a, a demonstration a podcast I first sta- i can't stand <laughs> <laughs> me standing up yeah. i can't actually stand up cuz I'm about a camera shot but so I'm holding a lead just now. Yeah. Imagine this is a lead. I'm holding this lead just now. My dog's on a lead. I'm in a field. There's some cattle running towards me. I've dropped a lead. Dog's free. Dog can run away. That, it takes a second. Yeah. Open your hand. Let a dog go. So that argument about not being... It's nonsense.
1: And also more of an argument not to go in.
0: Oh, <laughs> the fact that they're actually talking about that. Like, you know... You're in a field with. Why are you in a field with cattle right, anyway, with a let's dog? Not I know, on the stop, rants it, again. stop it. Stop it. Right, okay. My blood's up. No, my no. blood's
2: up.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> anyway, that yeah, was. No, it was really so I start to get upset about that and saying, "Well, look, that's it off the yeah, lead. I know, like I know. you need you need to talk to these people, like, like, people that say things like that and come out with that nonsense. You should just like shout them down
3: because
0: mm-hmm. it's like you're that's... just making this overcomplicated and it's a stupid argument. Yeah. Like let the lead go and the dog's off the lead."
1: I hear you, I anyway. hear you,
0: I hear you. Anyway, tell me how wrong I am. Drop us an email, podcast <laughs> at fedbyfarmers.co.uk. That one always gets people fired up. That, I think, is enough for this one. We've got to keep it short.
1: Yep. Well, just quickly, what have you got on this week?
0: Good question. I'm, I've, uh, I'm in Aaron. As this podcast is out, mm-hmm. I'll be in Aaron scanning sheep. Okay. We have, we have three days there this week. I then am back. I have a day in Aberdeenshire. Mm-hmm. I then have a day in Yorkshire. Oh. Yeah, just big lots, so it's worth it. Right, a run. okay, yeah. Actually just for bit of fun as well. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, back to Ayrshire the following week. So yeah, just scanning sheep scanning. every day.
1: When does scanning finish?
0: For me it's about the I think the book is full to the second or third of March. Right, okay. So yeah.
1: And you've scanned yours? Not all of them, just some?
0: Not all of them. That's a that's a contentious issue with Lizzie. Yeah. She's start, starting to threaten to get Grant Harkum to come and scan. Them. <laughs> But but I told her Grant's busier than me, so she threatens us every year. I says, Grant's busier than me, so good luck with that. Um, So, yeah. Good scans so far. Unbelievable scans so far, actually. We'll do a podcast, we'll do a &A QA review. uh, We've been very lucky this year, but we'll talk through all the scan results as another podcast. Yeah, that's That's something to do. In general, by the way, for anyone wondering, most scans have been the same as last year. Like, Mm. pretty steady, up or down a percentage or two. No disasters. Very little liver fluke around. It's all been good. Yeah, so I think that'll do us for this week. Thanks very much to NFU for inviting us to the conference. We had a fantastic time. NFUS. I keep saying S. NFUS because it's different from NFU. NFUS, which is NFU Scotland. Thanks very much for inviting us to the conference. And of course, as always, thanks to our partners, Crystal X and Animax. Still waiting on these Animax boluses. I make this reference all the time. Once the Animax boluses, the Treasure Your are here, I'll empty the boxes. Mm-hmm. For my own sheep. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah absolutely and I'll leave. I'll be emptying these come what I'm in time <laughs> these will be empty as well don't worry. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll work our way through them so thanks to them for their continued support. That's it for this one I've been Cami. I've been Iona and we're both fed, fed by, by farmers, farmers.